Hello, dedicated DJS listeners. This is Joey, the newest addition to drinks, jokes, and storytelling. You can now watch Joel, Mark, and Richie bust balls, tell jokes, and shoot the shit live every week on YouTube and Facebook. That's right, we're coming for all your senses. Sight, sound, and next will be smell. Follow our Facebook page, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, and subscribe to Soul Joel TV on YouTube to see us live every Wednesday. We'll see you there, and don't forget, the first one's on us. Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching (laughs) Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I could really get used to saying that. I really love doing this on video. I feel like it uh, it brings a whole new game. But uh, I'm your host, Mark Riccadonna, and with me as always, Richie Byrne. And your producer, Soul Joel. Guys, I'm loving six o'clock. I'm loving six o'clock. Yeah, I, I'm loving it. Um, I'm loving that screaming? opening, Mark. Uh, yeah. You know, like, because we never, when we're in the studio, we never got to see, the, we never did the opening. You know what I mean? We yeah. added it later. Yeah, you'd never really. And, uh, yeah, and I just, I love the whole thing. I love, I love the whole do it again and all of that. You know, it's just, it's really cool, I think. I think it's cool. Absolutely. I remember when you and, when you and Pigeon were making it. <laughs> pigeon. Shout out to Pigeon. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Pigeon. The, and I didn't uh, even know what you were doing. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing, but it looks like he's having fun. So then it turned out to be great. I love that opening. So hello, that, people. We're here. And that the the song, the Jaggers by the Jaggers, the rapper, which is the song. For uh-huh. some reason, being your friend, Richie, I picture that song like when you enter a room. <laughs> That's where that all came from. I just picture you walking in with that music going. <laughs> hey girl. It's all it's on my it's on my iPod now, man. I, it's on my rotation. I listen to it when I work out, which has been often. I've lost 30 pounds so far. It's uh, Joe. It's gotta stop every day. Every day with the 30 pounds. Gotta stop. I've mentioned <laughs> it. Yeah. I've gained five pounds. Woo! <laughs> oh my god. This uh, this um, quarantine is not doing good for my health. I'm not getting out at all. Yeah, real now, Joe. You're running a lot every day, right? Yeah, I'm running outside, doing push-ups, I'm, lifting. I'm walk. I'm. I've been walking three miles a day every day. But I wish yeah. I could run, but I have a pinched nerve in my neck, and it screws up my arm when I run. They say walking's just as good, bud. Yeah, well, I wish I could do more, but I. It, when you walk, you don't. Like after an hour or so, you're like, all right, I, I got to stop now. I'm bored. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know. Uh, I, so you're not getting out, Marcus? No, I live in a neighborhood. So if I'm not in my backyard, I feel like people are looking out their windows like, what are you doing out? No, everybody's walking, man. Mark, Joel, have you noticed a lot of people out there? A ton of people, man. Riding bikes, running, yeah. walking, even though they're keeping their distance. It's a lot yeah. of yeah. coronavirus has been spiking too. So thank you guys for keeping that out there. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I did. I watched. I did watch guys playing basketball today, and I'm like, uh, you guys just started listening. You know. Yeah, that's a little contacty. That's yeah. definitely not good. I yeah. um. So uh, the other thing, you guys have been out walking. Have you guys been watching stuff? Yes. Yeah, I've been uh, catching up on season two of Manifest. Manifest. Man. That's the one show I've been watching. It's great. Yeah, Tell yeah, me, yeah, yeah. What is this? I I don't it, know. Manifest. It's like the opposite of Lost, kind of, right, Joel? <laughs> um, I think it's like the uh the I watch a show called uh, God Friended Me on CBS. I think it's very similar to that. Oh, you're still watching that? Is that still on? I didn't know it was still on. Um, yeah. Manifest is about a group of people who were believed to be dead. Their plane disappeared for five and a half years, and suddenly oh, they I disappear. See. Yeah, I saw the previews for that. Yeah, the, the, it was on last season, and they brought it back this season. And I was, I, I was DVRing it, but I never had time to watch it. So I've been catching up on. It. I actually am enjoying it more this season than last. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that, oh, I went to the I've drink. Watching, I the drink yet? Oh, uh, should we do the drink real fast before we go into the yeah, next yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but the only thing I'm watching really quick is, uh, and I want Mark. I wanted to talk to you. Do we do the drink and then talk about it? Or talk about it and then do the drink. Uh, let's talk about it and then do the drink. Okay, me. I agree. I've been. I do. You guys. I. I don't know if you guys are history guys at all, but um, yeah. uh, the History Channel did a three day mini series on Washington a few months ago on George Washington, really? and I had PBR'd it. I highly recommend go watch it on demand. It's so good. I just watched the first two. I'm starting three tonight. It's really I, good. That sounds awesome. I love history yeah. stuff. Yeah. I've been, it's great. Uh, there's two shows that, well, three that I'm really into, and uh, they just started back up. Uh, one is called Year of the Rabbit, and it's with Matt Barry. And it's basically it's law, it's law and Order during the Victorian years. Really? It's yeah, I bet it's, it's Netflix, right? No, no, no! It's uh, IFC. It's hysterical. Oh, okay, I watch it. Funny, really? But, uh, yeah, it is so funny. The other one is Brockmire, which is on I right before it. I haven't watched uh, the season yet. Yeah, you, I keep forgetting about Brockmire. He, Hank Azari so, is amazing. It's such a great show. Did you watch then, the other seasons already? Oh, yeah. Are you caught? Okay, yeah, yeah I got to yeah. watch. I'll start watching Brockmire this weekend, and we can talk about it. It's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing is on Netflix, there's a thing called Tiger, uh, King of the Tigers or Tiger King. Everybody's yeah, talking a, about this. Yeah, gay men on meth. Yeah, dude, it is so <laughs> Wait, which, funny. Which is the alternate title for this show. <laughs> Kevin Brennan wanted to name that, but we're too fat to do it. There's not many fat meth heads. <laughs> but this this show is so funny and i i wasn't gonna watch it like i was i kind of don't really care for like it, it's almost like um reality tv but it's like a tv series um from a distance it looked like a reality show and i was like oh, well, i'm not interested but then uh somebody sent me some clips and it's basically our good friend kevin downey jr but the florida version <laughs> <laughs> is it, but is it a reality show? Um, it's I it's hate real. reality. It, yeah. It's it's more like a documentary, like a six part documentary. All right, I'll, I mean, I don't have Netflix, so yeah. There's a lot of twists and turns. It's really good. 
But um, let's get to how we start every show, and let's have a drink. Yes, about time. I would like to uh, bring up mine. I have Duke whiskey for the manly Friday drink. I uh, made, by, club made by your son in the backyard. <laughs> this is bathtub gin at the Riccadonna house. <laughs> it's, it's really powerful stuff. I'm actually going to cut it with some soda water. So I'm highballing it. All right. And Joel, I guess you have wine again. All right. Don't no need for name calling. <laughs> we already talked about Tiger Man. Uh, <laughs> a little Cabernet. So Cabernet before we get to the joke, before we bring out a, uh, a Richie, what are you drinking? I went a little. I've been doing a sweet tooth thing this week. I'm, I have a White Russian. Really? Oh, yeah, the White Russian. Uh, in honor of my friend Janet. Uh, who owns the Barrel Inn in East Meadow? My good friend Janet. Um, she loves White Russian, so I said I'm going to have a White Russian. So and, uh, Janet, who I hope is watching, right here. Cheers. But uh, she drinks White Russian, so here's to us, boys. Cheers. The dude abides. Oh, this is another glass that uh, when a draft beer costs more than twelve bucks, the glass comes with me. <laughs> So that was from uh, that was from a swanky bar on the Upper West Side. I'm not going to name which place because uh, I'm hoping to go back. So, <laughs> so uh, before we get to the joke, we should bring out our special guest. We have a very yes. special guest. Um, she's one of my favorites. I absolutely adore this woman, and I am so excited to call her my neighbor. She moved. Uh, she moved really? to her hometown. She's in PA now. And let's introduce Kate Wolf. Wolfie! <laughs> How lucky are we that we got you on your birthday? Happy oh, birthday. I, do. I feel lucky. Thank you. And that was such a yeah. nice intro. You couldn't see and, me, but I was like. And it's so great that you're on Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling the day you can drink. Yeah. I got my it's drink ready, you guys, because I want to be included. I got my White Claw. Nice. <laughs> she getting white girl drunk with Joel. <laughs> nice. Cheers. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> white girl drunk with Joel. <laughs> so uh, I caught it. Show. I caught it because I was listening. <laughs> Joel I and I are also well. the ones that are running and staying spelt. Yeah. yeah. This quarantine, this pandemic. Yeah. Good yeah, for I you. That's great. At the end of this quarantine, when everybody's finally allowed to go out, I'm going to look like Jabba the Hutt on the couch. <laughs> well, I've been walking, but I'm I'm doing too much eating and way too much with these uh, sugary drinks. You know, the, I had Bailey's the other night. I never drink Bailey's. I never drink White Russian, so I got to stop that. See, isn't that a girly drink, too? I love that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. White Russian? Yeah. Or Bailey? White Russian is considered a girly drink, but it's... It's full delicious. of vodka and Kahlua has a lot of alcohol in it, you know. I guess it depends how you make it. <laughs> well, I make What's them your... pretty harsh. They're pretty strong. Yeah. That's awesome. What else do I have to do? I might as well drink. You know who makes a crazy drink? Have you ever worked with, um, oh, what the hell's his name, out of Boston? The godfather of Boston comedy. Do you know oh, who I'm uh, talking He's like the king of one-liners. 
Oh my god, I can't. Gavin, Don Gavin. Gavin, Don Gavin. Jesus. He, I was doing a gig with him in uh, Syracuse, New York, and he just got, had a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, one of them huge ones, and it was all empty. There was like just this much coffee in it, and he right. just looked at the bartender, and goes, "That bottle of vodka, put that right in here." Yeah, and he drank the whole thing. I was like, "Holy shit, that yeah, is a man." That's called Tuesday for Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Wednesday gig. It was that Tony Camacho. Uh, I love. Gig. I love Don Gavin. We should get Don Gavin. He's great. Oh man, if we could get him on, that would yeah. be fantastic. So we um we've been very lucky, Kate, with this this week. I think guys, every guest that we've had has come on ready with their joke. So and and before we went on, you said. I'm ready with my jokes. So we've been very excited about that. Mine's so, a really dirty one. We we don't mind. It's okay. okay. So should I should I do it now? Yeah. Go. <laughs> okay, let me just say before I go into it that this this joke stood in my head for years and years. Like I heard this in elementary school and it was one of the dirtiest jokes ever and like when I heard I had to do a street joke, I was like it has to be the one that shaped the way I saw vaginas forever. Okay. <laughs> I know I have my own, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Great start. Great start. Thank you. Can I just say you're the first comic that prefaced their joke? So that was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I do it with every joke I do on stage. I'm like, guys, this next one, yeah. you're going to die. You're going to love it. <laughs> I got to tell you what about it. Set up one joke. Solid it's just book. intense. It felt like I knew. Okay, let's just do it then. Okay. Three men, Ryan, Charles, and Evan, were walking through the woods for two weeks without food or water. Sorry that I'm... Re Am I allowed to be reading my joke, by the way? Apparently, yes. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> There's no rules. Okay. Suddenly, they saw an ugly little house. Ryan went to the house and knocked on the door. The ugliest woman he'd ever seen answered the door. My brothers and I are really hungry and thirsty. Could we please have something to eat? He asked. Only if you fuck me, replied the woman. Heck no, yelled Ryan, and he ran back to the other guys. One of you guys go. I'm never going there again. Charles decided that it couldn't be that bad, so he did the same thing as Ryan. As did Ryan, Charles ran away. I'm never going back there again, he said. Evan figured he had to do whatever it was his brothers were scared of. When and asked him, he finally agreed. When they got to the kitchen, he saw the most disgusting sight ever. He looked behind him and saw three corn cobs. Shut your eyes and you will be delighted, he said to the woman. She shut her eyes and he used the corn to fuck her. When he was finished, he threw it out of the window. Wow, that was the best sex I ever had. Let's do it again, she exclaimed. Once again, he used the corn, and when he was done, he threw them out the window, too, and, <laughs> and gave him an enormous basket of food, and he was off to find his brothers. Evan, you totally missed out. We just found the best cream corn right outside her kitchen window, said Ryan. Oh. <laughs> they ate her, her vagina corn. It Not only dirty, long. but really long. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Thank you for tuning in tonight. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be three guys walk into a bar. <laughs> Very dirty. Kind of. And one fucks a, a chick with joke. corn and then they eat it. 
Cheers. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Uh, I really should have memorized that. I could have definitely shortened it and been like, so these three dudes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, a, that's what makes jokes fun. It was well, worth the journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, Richie's going to make a big pot of cream corn right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean after? So, <laughs> can, Kate, can I you, you have a distinction for me on this show. You are the first comic that I don't know since we've started the show. We, I don't think there's been another comic. You and I have never worked together, right? No. That's really interesting. That's a first for me. I've worked with your, everyone. I was your opener for five years. And well, you remember me. Can I just say, I get that a lot. And as I was saying this to you, I was so afraid you were going to go, how could you forget Syracuse, Richie? <laughs> you told me your entire we, childhood. You said I healed you. But I did want to say, and you're very funny. And I was wondering, um, as a single mom, is it hard to do comedy and leave like we having a kid? How old is your son? He's 13. And has that been tough for you? Like to have to go on the road or no? <laughs> well, <laughs> so when I started, when I started comedy was basically when I got divorced and suddenly had joint custody. So I used that free time to start, mm -hmm. com you know what I mean? And then when I moved back, I see him now on certain weekends. So when I moved back to PA, so right. I, unlike most parents, like Mark has it a lot harder in that arena. I have <laughs> right. a lot of, I have a lot of free time to pursue comedy, okay. to masturbate, do right. art. Anything right. exciting. <laughs> really <laughs> anything. Ricky just goes, right, 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 right. <laughs> Read well, long jokes, whatever. <laughs> I really regret that now. <laughs> She's going to be... She's going to be the first comic to record an album at Soul Joel's. Hey there. Yeah. April, yeah, April 11th. Well, We're hoping. We're hoping, right? April yeah. 11th? No. All right. <laughs> it's not happening. Not, Joey, cut, my, uh, cut, Joey, <laughs> cut Richie's mic off. <laughs> it's not happening. I, I know. I've been, telling, I've been telling people, I'm like, April 11th. At Soul Joel's. We're still hoping for it. And some half well, the people is, are like, I'll just, be there. That is Easter Eve. So obviously, like Jesus, Joel is going to rise first. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, do you think it's going to happen? Do you think April 11th yeah. can happen? Uh, no. Uh, no, we just got we just got information from the governor of uh, Pennsylvania that um, apparently it's quarantined until April 6th. Uh -huh. April, <laughs> April 7th, there's going to be a the no Corona epicenter. The Corona Epicenter, April 11th. <laughs> yeah. My show. Come get your Corona. But <laughs> one thing we talked about in Kate's podcast when I was a guest on her, I'm sure Mark, you talked about it. All four of us share something where we're empathic. Uh, Richie, a lot of times when I'm talking to you or Mark, you guys almost know what I'm going to say next, or, you know, it's we all have that. Oh. I thought you, I was thinking sympathetic. Go ahead. Great. So uh, I'll just <laughs> I'll just check out again. But uh, there's in this business, there's such a fine line between empathic and sociopathic, and I think all four of us are empathic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll fix I that. I agree. In post, I was Kate. laughing because of Richie. <laughs> we'll fix that. In post.
Wow. No, I agree. I, I you know, I, I just met Richie, so I can't yet. Yeah, I have to see his cards and oh, stuff. Yes. But um, Which I think we should possibly do. Well, this is yeah. okay. Mark I didn't know really if you wanted me to, to be drunk before I started oh, yeah, connecting yeah. to the Drink heavens. Up. Drink up. Here's what we'll do. We're going to watch a quick sketch video, and then we'll uh, everybody chug while, while it's on. And uh, when we come back, we'll have a drunk Kate do a drunk Richie. I wish I was drunk. So this, uh, this sketch is called Fatherhood. <laughs> there goes Richie. Um, Where did he I go? Got scared. There he <laughs> is. Sorry. I uh, that was uh, directed by my buddy Big Kahuna Christian Chords, which Kate, you met Christian. Love very Christian. great guy. What? Um, what I miss? Oh, <laughs> uh, we just showed a video. You and I was was I in it? No, that's why. Well, then I don't care. Watching. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say Richie's a little uh, self-involved, but even masturbation is what he prefers over uh, being with his wife. Well, the CDC says that that's the way to go now, so I'm way, I'm, I'm way ahead. You know what happened? There's a chat thing here on the 
on the feed. Where, where, there, where? Was, there were six <laughs> messages to me. So I thought, let me multitask because you know how good I am at this. Stop and I hit the chat that. thing and all hell broke loose. I lost you guys. There was no feed. It was, I can't believe I'm back. He's back. So stop I'm chatting back. with me, you guys, because I can't do both. <laughs> I love it, Richie. You're, you're technology's wizard. <laughs> so uh, I guess now that we're back, everybody get a good drink in. Are we ready to read some Richie cards? I'm ready. Are you ready, Richie? Yeah, what do I need to do? Is there something I need to do? or Absolutely. Kate's not just a great comedian. She's also the mother of all dragons, and she is about to read your cards. I'm very excited. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick shuffle, mix them up, try to get Richie's energy in here through the screen. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Not much Ooh. energy. Okay, scared, a little scared. You should be. No, I never read like that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great reading. I'm always oh, a positive boy. reader. Oh. But you made fun of my street joke. I did not make fun of your street joke. I liked it. It was what? long. Kate, okay, okay, how old were you when you first knew that you were intuitive? Which is what I was trying to do early until Richie just made fun of my segue. Good leading, Joe. Um, I always knew I was sensitive, you know? And then I had a whole spiritual awakening, I guess, about eight years ago. Because I was pretty, I went from like atheist to agnostic. And then boom, had some crazy experiences happen to me where what I thought was reality, you know, blew open. And suddenly I believed in other dimensions and realms and spirits. And I was seeing things. And at first I thought I was maybe going crazy, you know, so until I found other people that were into spirituality and had similar gifts. So I would say about eight years ago is you found when, your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of found myself in a sense and parts of me that I had shut off. So, yeah. Okay. Ready? Well, let's start with the most mm -hmm. intense one. Okay. I, I keep holding stuff the wrong way. Okay. You got the devil card. Whoop, whoop. Devil card. Sure. Yeah. Right off, right off the bat, making sense. Go ahead. Am I, why I like can't fit this computer? I think is like. Okay, yeah. I can figure this out. Okay. Is that hard or me? Yeah, yeah. This I'm, is your yeah. card, and but this this has like Pharaoh like energy to it in a sense. Like you've got the pyramid, and so okay. A lot of people get scared when they hear it's the devil, but there's actually you're you're still a slave to certain subconscious desires and feelings and thoughts that go on. So this also links to certain addictive behaviors. But what's I interesting I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> How the ponies told, come in. I was told not to raise my eyebrows, but I can't help it. <laughs> so what's interesting about addictions is that it's not necessarily like the alcohol itself or anything, or suppose someone's addicted to porn or food or whatever. It's their relationship. You just named Richie's Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> I know. She just said my whole, all my addiction, but go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's the relationship to them. So when we're suppressing a certain part of ourselves and saying like, that's bad, go away. Sometimes, a lot of times, more energy comes up 
propelling us to want to do it because we're constantly like, don't do it, don't do it, thinking that it's bad. So this card is saying you're still a slave to certain behaviors because you're assuming certain things are bad for you, whatever so bad is, really means. So in other words, this card is saying like, um, I do addictive things because in my mind they're bad for me? In a sense. I'll explain it like this. I'll get a little personal with something. We'll talk about the porn stuff. Okay. So for me, um, there was a time where I was watching, I still watch porn, but I was watching a particular kind of porn that I did not feel good about. Richie it was a darker lesbian. lesbian porn. Yes. It was way, way crazier than lesbian porn, what I was watching. And, well, and I was feeling so bad about it, but still watching it and then beating uh -huh. myself up and then doing it and beating myself up until mm -hmm. I learned that it was pulling me, my soul, in a sense, was getting pulled to look at something that I hadn't addressed yet inside of me. Inside I won't be specific, but there was something that I hadn't dealt with yet. And it could even just be a desire or it could be a trauma. It, it was something that I had to just deal with. And mm -hmm. I allowed myself finally to just do it. And then as I allowed myself, it actually healed over time. And then I no longer really had that pull anymore to even do it. The pull was worse and like stronger because I was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then I would still cave in and do it and then just feel like shit. Okay. So a lot of times we're a slave to things because in the human species, we have all of these like rights and wrongs that we've created. And some of them are real. Like there are certain things that are right, certain things that are wrong, but it's not as simple as we often make it. So when we suppress ourselves and think we're supposed to be these like perfect together beings and we don't actually listen to what our desires are, or what's really coming through, they start leading the way. So you're still kind of beating yourself up to be something that you think you should be instead of having a more compassionate way of like, this is just who I am. But that doesn't mean like you can, like that's not a good excuse to say, oh, well, I'm just a child beater. So I'm going to keep beating my child. Right. It's more of just actually looking at yourself and a sort of acceptance of who you are and then deciding from there, because we all have free will, what do I actually want to do? But some okay. people can't even get there because they're still just they can't even accept what is going through in their system. Okay. For me, it's this show. I don't want to do it. But <laughs> uh, Kate, for anybody listening in, tell people how they can get in contact with you if they wanted to do a reading. Because uh, I, I know you uh, you do some readings uh, during I'm the week. Of, in the middle of my reading here, Joel. But okay. <laughs> so far, Why? she's dead on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I heard someone that was doing something dead on, I'd be like, "How do I get in touch with them?" Kwolf two fs twenty seven at gmail dot com. Two fs deuces. Two fs. 27. So now, 27. So now I have to like figure out the right way to hold this. You've got the crone, which is also the hermit card. And what I love about this card is you see this like impersonal being right here floating above. There are a couple messages, but sometimes you get so stuck in, in the personal way of thinking and seeing things like your own struggles. Even when things aren't going the way we want them to go, it's a great exercise to be able to almost float up out of your body, not completely, but kind of be able to take that more impersonal view of like, okay, even though I don't like what's going on or I feel frustrated or stuck, 
there's a way to kind of go above and see it as a whole and say, okay, it's happening this way for a reason. There's a reason why things are going slower or why something hasn't busted through yet. And often when we really have that kind of acceptance and that impersonal view, an answer comes from within, even if we don't like it. And sometimes it could be spiritual tearing. Like sometimes, you know, a lot of us in this business, it's like, why aren't I famous yet? Why don't I have a ton of money? Those kinds of questions come through. But if we take that bigger look, we can often get a sense of, oh, something is still building in me. Maybe I'm not ready to be seen. And I think there's something going on with you that's linked to that devil card too. It's like, Mm -hmm. as you start to really claim your subconscious and the darker parts of yourself, when you really, and I'm sure you already do, I can feel it. You already claim it to a good extent, but there's an even deeper, more raw, vulnerable place. As you learn to work with that differently, I think you're going to be more ready to fully be seen. And well, also meditation could help as well. I don't know if you meditate, but that no, can don't. really help. There is an impersonal being floating above me and it's Mark Riccadonna. <laughs> and he does meditate. That's usually what other people call blacking out. oh Uh, by the way kate i I love your your podcast slash birthday shirt selection of savage as you're reading his cards i never wear this shirt because i'm always scared of what people are going to think about it yeah but today i was like it's my birthday and we all have i'm glad you brought that up because we all have an inner killer Slash murderer within. And when you don't claim that, because we're talking about the subconscious in a sense. So when you don't claim the darker parts of self, they start accidentally leading. We all have the light and the dark within. So I guess saying, you know what, I'm going to fucking wear it. And if someone sees it and is offended by my inner savage, then they can really suck my dick. You know, because because we all have it. We all all have that within. Yeah. Especially if your last name's Wolf. Oh, oh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's that primal, it's the primal thing. And it's funny that we're talking about it as I do your reading, Richie, because it's like the more you claim that inner savage or the inner primal beast that lies within all of us, you're going to feel more freedom where you're like, okay, I, I am who I am. We spend so much time trying to be something we're not, and it's just wasted energy. And claiming who you are isn't an excuse to be mean. Claiming my inner savage doesn't mean I go outside and hurt people. But even Mother Teresa has a quote where it's like through her claiming her inner murderer, she knew that she would never end up like a Hitler. It's the people who have like hidden fucking donkey porn dungeons are the ones that like walk outside and they're like, bless your heart. You know, like the the people who have put on that face, they're the fucking ones doing the weirdest shit. So it's like the more you can just claim just who you are and what you desire without having to say, I'll be like this forever. I claimed a certain part of my porn desires back then and they didn't stay the same. But I at first had to even allow, okay, for some reason, this is what I'm being pulled to. I don't like it. It makes me feel gross. It makes me feel ashamed. And yet it's trying to bring up something in me that I don't want to face yet, whatever that is. You do realize our whole audience is dying to know what the porn thing was. I mean, I can give I can give an example of one of it. I used to watch a lot of, we'll just call it forceful porn. Okay. Uh, oh, I got it. Okay. You yes. know what I mean? I used yeah. to do a lot of forceful porn. So 
<laughs> Maybe something to look at. Maybe you've seen my work. <laughs> I don't oh, know. That was you. Be. That was you. <laughs> Namaste. Great work. Those um, women used to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> it could be because I'm running outside drinking wine, but I am turning red. Yeah. <laughs> you just are actually running through the whole the podcast. We just see the landscape yeah. going through. <laughs> Yeah, so that was like, but I, I used to go into some deep, dark rabbit holes of my porn selection. You know what I mean? Like I would start at like a certain tag and then it would just, and and I it didn't make me proud, you know? And yet, and at the time I had a decent therapist where she really helped and she was like, it's okay, allow yourself to do this for now. Like it's, there's mm -hmm. something needing to come to light that is only coming to light in that arena. But See, I, mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I lost you. When I, when I watch porn, it's not enough time for me to really get really upset. It's done before. <laughs> you know, after about a minute and a half, you're like, yeah, I feel okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I've had to do, yeah. Sometimes my searches used to go for a while. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. To the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting tired. <laughs> and then you find the right video and all is well. See, I, but now I, I watch better watch porn. Oh, there you go. See, I watch and I'm really into it for about two minutes and then I lose interest. Right. Some of it's just <laughs> terrible. God, I wish now it I watch it, right now. it has to be I authentic. only like the acting. I only like the acting <laughs> in it. Yeah, most most poor I like authentic. Do you know what I mean? I want something that feels real. If a girl, I can tell immediately if a girl's not into it. And then I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> All right. I love that we're talking about porn as I. <laughs> Enjoy the cards. But by the way, Tom Bannis, who was our guest last Friday, just asked our audience, what is everybody else's go-to category? She doesn't need to be in this alone. Someone who's out for equal opportunity. Please. The funny thing is, is, for all three of us, it's porn. <laughs> right. Back to you, Kate. Last card, right? Last card. Daughter of Cups. Ooh, so you makes got sense you woman. are a daughter. <laughs> and I have C Cups. Beautiful. Good for you. So, Daughter of Cups. And you can see she's bathing by the waterfall. This is a new way. I mean, talk about Joel saying that we're all empaths. This is actually a way for you to open up into your flow, into who you really are, letting your emotions really guide the way and allowing for your emotions to be what they are. Part of the shame of being human is like, oh, I got so angry. There's something wrong with me or I can't believe how jealous I am or I can't believe that made me emotional or how scared I got. It's like the, the, one of the biggest parts of being a human is feeling feelings. We just, when we were little, a lot of us got taught that there was something wrong with being so sensitive or feeling so deeply. But as comedians, it's part of the whole thing. Being able to tune into things and feel so deeply allows us to come up with the material we do and to see the world and perceive it as the way we do. So this is about you embracing your feelings and just your emotional compass in a different way where it's not something that's going against you. It's something that's a gift that you feel so deeply, even if it means being hurt some days. But you don't have to be engulfed 
by the emotion. The emotion can be present without having to take over your whole system. So the next time you're really triggered and it feels like it's engulfing you, try to titrate and pull back a little bit from that system. It's that Pima Shadrone quote where it's like, you are the sky, everything else is the weather. If anxiety is present or fear or whatever, anger, just say, okay, it can still be here, but I don't have to be in the tornado of that emotion. I can allow myself some distance from it while it's still present and celebrating the fact that you're just a deeply feeling person, but you're not in this alone either. There are a lot of people who can relate to your experience and would be more than happy to support in those moments. And it's just going to be less on your plate in a sense. You don't have to carry the burden of being a human all on your own. You can give some up, which kind of goes back to this card, the crone. You can give some back to the universe and say, this doesn't have to be all my struggle. There's something going on. Let me give some of this back. And then also celebrating and just the fact that you're a deeply feeling human and that's not a negative thing. The people, we're talking about sociopaths. The other option is being someone who's so cut off and being a sociopath essentially, in my belief, creates things like the coronavirus because when we disconnect from our bodies, we disconnect from the planet and the animals and the whole ecosystem, we end up hurting each other and the planet and then the planet has to respond as a way to try to survive. So the more we can heal our sociopathic disconnected ways and embrace our feelings and our in-tunedness, the more we'll actually heal as a collective and not need such big wake-up calls like the corona for us to find our way back. Well, the problem with the corona is we didn't disassociate from the animals. Someone ate a bat. <laughs> that is from dissociation. When we treat animals like they're just here for us and we have factory farms, Joel and I talked about this. There are videos of people in factory farms fingering turkeys before they kill them. Uh, so when shit like that goes down, you know what I mean? When, you, well, when everybody people... loves a moist turkey at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Mark. Very good. Uh, Wow. So, that's going to be our move to shift gears. I want to shift into because Kate, uh, I want to talk a little shift bit into about, moist turkeys. <laughs> I, I want to get into uh, just briefly um, how did you get started in this business? What, what was the thing that triggered you into saying, yes, that's something I want to pursue? The tarot or comedy? Comedy. Um, so I was an art teacher and I got divorced and I had suddenly half of my week open. Cause I, my son was with my ex-husband and I didn't know what to fill it with. So I like started doing some charity nonprofit work. And then I started a jewelry business and none of them were really fully vibing with me. And then I was telling some crazy stories to some friends and they were like, yeah, three different people that month. They were like, you need to go on stage with everything you're saying. But I thought I'd fucking die. I thought I would be too nervous, which I was so nervous the first time. But then, yeah, when I started, I knew it was for me. It was just. So first of all, we have three comments. One, your wife, Mark, just said, wow, I like that perspective, Kate. Uh, two, um, Co Colleen, who listens every day, said, Joel, Richie, and Mark, zip it. Don't <laughs> say a word. And Bannis, Tom Bannis said, wait, did, she fin did you finish Richie's reading? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I could always pull more. It just was like, normally when I give 
readings, it's way more focused and like. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And more I'm not drinking this. And I'm not drinking normally, but like, um, yeah, unless you want another card, but it just felt like we went to. Um, well, once, I, I once just, the moist hard turkey to, comment it, came, it's I just hard felt to like, follow moist turkey. Yeah, it was. I couldn't. <laughs> All right. Well, well, M Mark's wife said, "Let her talk." So let's do one more card. Okay. And I'll, I'm gonna I'll pull. Shut up. I'm gonna pull for my other favorite so, deck. So now we all have to listen to Mark's wife when she talks. I would. Yes. If yes. I were you, I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fall in line, Richie. Okay. Ready? Oh, I love this for you, actually. Can we Perfect. do the magic eight ball? Do you have that? I do not, but. <laughs> I'll tell you what we could do one night, get a Ouija board once the pandemic's over. I'm okay. all about calling on spirits. We could do a whole seance live. Now, now you're scaring me, but go ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so this is a different deck, but it's Embrace Enlightenment. And okay. you've almost got like alien clouds up here and it's Golden Solar Angel. So these beings do exist. So Which is also talking... a great marijuana, by the way. Oh, zip it, zip it, Richie. Zip it. It's a uh, comedy, comedy show, but go ahead. Sorry, Kate. So embracing enlightenment, people get really scared to open up into these other dimensions and realms and parts of themselves because we've been told you're crazy to believe in those things. Like when you're little, a lot of little kids can perceive spirits and all sorts of things, and they're told to kind of shut it down real quick because people will either make fun of you or there's just many reasons why we're told to shut those things down. So this is saying it's safe now for you, Richie, to embrace enlightenment, to embrace these places and see what starts coming through. Start to pay attention if things are touching you when you're home alone or wait, did I just see something? A lot of times we see things like flickers of light or we hear things, we can smell things. And we just push them away. That can't be real. That can't be something. These things are real. It's just a matter of opening up our perception, our sensorium, and being able to, to feel safe enough to interact with these other beings and things and places within as well. So this is just saying, and, and there's an alien vibe coming through because I'm all about enlightened aliens. And I feel like as you embrace aliens well, or space aliens. I, I built a wall around my house. So <laughs> well, aliens aren't scared of no walls, Richie. Don't, don't talk. I, I'll okay. stop talking. If you wake up and there's a crop circle in your backyard, you know, you know who to contact. <laughs> this alien priestess bitch. Okay. <laughs> Wearing a savage shirt. Because we Let all me have call an inner murder. Savage <laughs> Shut up, Richie. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think I'm, I'm done now. I would just say embrace enlightenment, meditate. But let me say something. When it comes to meditating, a lot of people think they're supposed to push all their thoughts away. Mm -hmm. I learned a meditation in the school that I went to called the meditation of including, where you include any voice or any noises you hear, any visions you get, any thoughts you have. You allow them to exist. And I think that could be really helpful. Really for when anyone, you, but for you, yeah. Richie. When you meditate, how, what do you do? Do you just sit and get quiet or do you chant? How does it work? Or there is it are different, different ways. Yes, there are many different ways of meditating. But the one that I would think that you should do that I learned from the school I graduated from, you can take five minutes, set a timer on your iPhone. And like I said, you include any noise you hear, 
thoughts you have, visions you get. You just allow them. You you let them locate instead of spending all this energy pushing them away. Okay. It, it's changed my life. And once again, I did not make that up. That is a meditation I learned in a four-year no, no, program. I mean, I'm looking for something new. I got plenty of time right <laughs> yeah. now. So what I think is going to happen is on Monday when we come back, we're going to have an enlightened Richie. He's going to be floating <laughs> in the air. He's going to be. He's I'm going to a robe and sandals and a long beard. Well, yeah. I got a uh, question. The That's accent. the Richie I knew in a past yes. life. That's the Richie I knew. We were hanging by a tree like the Buddhas we are. That's right. Buddha. <laughs> we got to ask our listeners if they want a reading. Uh, we think maybe uh, Kate should have her own show on Soul Joel TV and do, do some more readings. I don't know what this dance was, but that just means I'm down. That <laughs> 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 was like alien hands, kind of. Yeah, so just so you all know, the alien tribe that I particularly fucks with slash hail from are the Arcturians. So. Just really? <laughs> Yes. I'm the Klingons. Now, isn't that from Star Trek? Yes. yes it is. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they exist as well. I'm, I'm, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. I fucks with all spirits, to be honest. I'm a non-dual bitch, so nothing really scares me. I've also watched <laughs> porn of alien monsters, cartoon alien monsters. Um, the, only, the only spirits I fuck it, with are in a glass. We're going to have to work on that joke, Richie. <laughs> so we all have our homework this weekend. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kate, I'll read it next time. <laughs> Guys, this has I'm been sorry. so much fun. I'm sorry. I Happy birthday, it. Kate. Thank Everybody really. Real quick, collectively, happy birthday on three. One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thanks. That's drink jokes and storytelling. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.